Hello and welcome to the No Sub Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to mark out No Sub for AEW's Revolution that we both kind of forgot it was next week, this upcoming week, so uh, should be fun. Uh, we also have some more WWE news to talk about and some more AEW stuff, so let's get into it. Uh, the two-man power trip this week, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel Monster, with the enforcer of the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Joe, I've lost all semblance of time. I mean, calendars are worthless to me now. It really is. Um, like, seriously, it's one of those things of looking at the calendar and be like, oh, the pay-per-view is March 5th. Okay, that's in a couple of weeks. Oh, wait, March is next week. Okay, I'm oh, I'm lost. You know what that means? That means that the, week, the weekend after is the daylight savings time. Oh, okay, so... That's why around 6.30, 7.30 around here, it's still a little lighter, but not as what we want it to be. Yeah, I hate daylight savings. I don't want to lose an hour. Well, well, aren't aren't we supposed to be getting that full-time thing now soon? Or hopefully? You know, they keep saying that, but I mean, when? That's, That's valid. That is valid. The government says lots of things, Joe. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So, All right. let's get into it, so, shall we? Uh, what should we talk about? Weather, snow, or should we be wrestling this week? Let's do wrestling. Okay. So, let's talk about the WrestleMania build as we get another promo by, oh, should have been a promo by Cody, or it was, but we interrupted one, one neck brace Heyman. Yep. I um this one was not as good as the, the other week. This one just felt kind of hackneyed and like they didn't really have anything planned for this week for that main event and figure, oh, we better do something. Let's just have Heyman insinuate that he wants to fuck Brandy. And I'm like, really? In two thousand twenty three that's the best you can come up with? You know what that leads me to? I'm afraid we're gonna see her on screen, Joe, at Mania. Do you think she's going to do well? We're still expecting her on AEW anytime now, right? Because when the last time she came out, she was talking about how she was going to go for the women's title and then she had her own squad and that just you ended know, poorly. You know, if they would have stayed, she was the one that was going to beat Jade. You just know it. Yes. Yep. 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 Yes. Um, also, the promo does help when Cody's mic keeps going out. Yeah, well, this was a rough Raw to watch, period, man. It sucked. I thought this Raw was terrible. And uh, this was probably the high point of it, and that tells you something. Um, <laughs> not good. It, it amazes me that they had all that talent, and that show was that bad. Yeah, but, hey, I'm sorry. Good. I was going to say, I'm just sorry that you have to, uh, that, you know, you're watching it, so. I was almost done with it. Uh, my son's like, oh, there's a rumor Vince is back in creative. I'm like, well, if that's it, I'm out. Yeah, the, the, I saw that little thing, and everyone's like, uh, maybe, yes, no, sometimes. Not going to lie to you, I was kind of hoping so I can just pop, pop out. <laughs> I was going to be like Kramer slapping down on that counter. I'm out. Yeah, well, well sadly, uh you know the the reports are false at the at at this current moment, but who knows, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. No, they 
is it just how many weeks until Mania? Uh, yeah, Mania is April first and second, so we're also oh, a month, about. almost a month. Yeah, yeah, thirty some don't odd they, days. Don't they need to get going with this whole Zane and the Usos thing? Yep, because at, at the moment, only three matches. It really feels like this is starting to drag a little bit. It is. Well, it doesn't help too that um, it looks like one of the matches out of out of nowhere is going to be Brock Lesnar and Omos. Omos. Yeah, they changed plans for Brock like last week. Like out of the blue. Um, I think he was supposed to be involved with Bray, and he was like, "Fuck that." Yeah. And so now it's Omos. And then it looks like, and probably Bobby's being stuck with Bray. That looks to be it. Because Bobby doesn't have the pool that Brock does. So, is that, yeah. I guess I'm doing this Bray shit. Because if you watch SmackDown, which again, that was a rough watch, um, they did a Firefly Funhouse that. I don't even understand, Joe. I it is, I didn't. I watched it. it. I watched it. Explain as to me some, what the fuck it is. Well, I would say this as someone who I saw read like tweet about it said this is maybe the most adult swim of adult swimness possible for WWE. Uh, and I watched it, and I was honestly confused on the whole point and how each each layer of the Funhouse wins, and not like oh, the only thing I understood about it was when they showed Bobby Lashley. I'm like, okay, that's who he's going against. Okay, check, got it. So, yeah, that's why I said it looks like Bobby's stuck. Can we just yeah. admit now that uh, well, this Bray shit, it was a bust. Bringing him back, mm-hmm. I mean, it I don't was care a big bust. I don't care if he sells shirts. This, this is this bad. This stuff is bad. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I have no idea what these. Fun house, like I don't know what the whole storyline is. Like nobody does, and I think that's I think the point. What? Yeah, I no, I think they don't. Yeah, I agree. But I think it's like they are doing this because they think it's uh, good. It's good shit. As I think they're like, well, I think they're making up as it goes, and then once they finally figure out, then that's the you know that's their end game. Like, All right, well, we had it the whole time. It's just you know. Not the moment we know what's happening. Someone tried to explain to me this week, Joe, that I don't dig the Bray Wyatt stuff because I don't get the avant-garde art that he is is giving us. Um, I is, is this avant-garde? Is this what art? Maybe I I, I don't understand art, at least avant-garde art, because I I don't get this. I don't see the appeal. Uh, I I I don't either, and I don't know if that the, the art is for terms for being hip or updated with current, you know, slay, you know, in current whatever. I got nothing here. I have no idea, um, what he's trying to do and what he's um, you know, he's a plumber in one scene. You know, I'm like, what? What's the point here? You know, why is you know why is his butt crack being shown? Why? Why is what doing the weather? Yeah, yeah, I don't like, have no idea what this is for. Like this, it seems to me like one of those indie art guys that sniffs their own farts and gets high on it and thinks he's a genius. I think so too. I think it's just him going like, I'm just throw. 
it's him throwing shit at a wall and then explaining it. And that there's that one person's like, I get it. I get and it. It's their wife. It's his wife. And it, yeah. And it's the wife of the, of the, one of the writers, the, a, a wife of one of the assistants who was yeah. delivering Starbucks that day. And was like, we get it. Ugh. Well, if she got, if we got one, that means millions will get this. Well, he's back to meaning nothing in terms of TV, so congratulations. I will justify the paycheck now. Right. Um, and you know he's going to beat Bobby. Yeah, poor Bobby. Unless the Hurt, yeah. hurt Business comes back and before, and then the screw, you know, I, well, they won't. Watch him, watch him and Uncle Howdy beat up all the Hurt Business. Because I remember, what was it? Uh, like... This whole the whole scenario of the the these three guys Brock, Bray, and Bobby became uh, like you know rumors started flying of maybe it's a triple threat match because the before the last pay per view elimination chamber Bray called out the winner and then it was like oh great and why and then all of a sudden then you I think you mentioned it last week how there's rumors of it maybe a tag team match and you know now it's just, hmm. Telling you, Joe. They decide. They told Brock and, and Bobby, the winner's taking on uh, Bray at WrestleMania. And you know what? Brock had a sudden epiphany. He I looked know at how to Bobby DQ. and said, "No, he he looked at Bobby and said, oh, I don't think he's tan enough. I gotta, I, I'm gonna call creative control.'" <laughs> and then I realized Bobby Lashley was facing Bray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the best of my recollection. <laughs> All of a sudden, I decided to kick him in the dick. <laughs> Best of my recollection, Bobby was coming out of the entrance ramp. Weird. <laughs> right. uh, he, he pulled creative control, brother, and I don't blame him one fucking bit. I, I don't either. Um, quick thing about creative control. Uh, I was bored the other day. So yeah. that uh, A&E, not Rivals, but the other show they've Biography. been doing. Biography, yeah. Yeah, and it was the NWO one. Yeah. So I started to watch it, and it was just pretty funny because when they get talked to the part about Eric Bischoff being part of the NWO, they, yeah. they mention it like being like uh, Palpatine in the Republic in the Star Wars movies and stuff. Yeah. And then I then they show a clip from Star Wars, and it's um. The scene of Palpatine revealing himself in uh, Revenge of the Sith, but yeah. it said on screen Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, and I went, and they don't even know what movies they're talking about. Of course they did. But I also like during that event. Apparently, I didn't watch it, but apparently during that, Bischoff finally admitted, "Yeah, Hogan used creative control and changed." He did. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. Like years of saying, "No, no, that's not how it went." He's like, "Yeah, no, that's how it went." Because. Because Hogan, because I, the only reason why I watched it, because people, it kept going through my like social media feeds. I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. It's an hour, it's two hours, but you know, fast forwarding would be quick. And yeah, he just talks about how he, they didn't know if he was going to, you know, we talked about it on the war stories about how he didn't know he was going to come back or what the plan was. And then the day of Hogan's like, it's about making money. How can we get both people to, look good at the end of the match uh, uh, with Sting oh. and stuff. And and, and, what a and the idea was just like, okay, um, 
here's the plan. But then Hogan's like, I don't remember anything that, that deals with bread or a fast count. And like, then they cut to like a sting interview and Sting's like, I want to be precise on everything, but it didn't go as planned. <laughs> Ever the pro. Uh, yeah. Fuck Hogan. But what the it, hell? But it, it, like one sad thing was it was the like Nash had to take a minute towards the end because they show the footage like they show Nash like this is the first time we're talking about this without Hall. And yeah. Like he breaks down and it's just like, you know, it's not a good good sight to see a grown man cry. You know, God, give me a minute. That's a rough yeah. one for him. I mean, I don't know how he got through last year. Yeah. Best friend and son. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a fun little off thing there. It's just like, yep, creative control, I brother. Heard how people uh, got a lot out of the NWO one, and it had garnered a lot of publicity and talk. And but the DX one last year, crickets. Yep. Um, speaking of, uh, this is a good transition because I have a question and leading to our uh, the bloodline. Do you, have you seen what Bischoff said about the bloodline? storyline yeah, oh he's full of shit there it is okay um, make sure don't get uh, don't get me wrong the bloodline storyline's great kind of although i think it's a little overrated in one way um up until sammy it was treading water because they were just doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. like you, you remember like twice inside that time him and he didn't trust jay and jay had to earn his stripes Yep. Twice. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Not once, but twice, and he did it with Jimmy too. And then Sammy happened, and that was the best thing. Like, it's a good storyline, but people don't understand the storyline either. Like, like, do you get the storyline nowadays? Like, everybody online thinks it's dominant Roman having his historic reign, and it shouldn't be stopped. They think that's the storyline, but that's not the storyline. Um. Let me think what the story what the storyline is. Um, what is the storyline? And I can say I 100 percent agree. But no, what is the storyline? The storyline is that Roman never reached the heights he was supposed to because they labeled him the heir apparent the moment the show broke up. Yeah, he never got there. So now he's fucking paranoid, and he has everybody. He's got the wise man in his corner and his fucking family, and he manipulates all of them to do his work for him. Because he's fucking paranoid. That's that the makes story. sense. That's that, ma- that makes perfect story. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he couldn't cut it. So many. Yeah, he couldn't cut it. He he couldn't reach what everybody assumed he was going to reach. So when he came back, he he been Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, that it, makes total sense. And it's like, but everybody's lost that. They've they've. They look at him super confident on screen and they think it's about this dominant guy having a dominant historic reign. And that's really not the, the case. Yeah. It's just a long paranoid storyline. That's what it is. Yeah. Like I a hundred percent agree with you on what the, what the storyline is like. Sure. He, it's one of those things of, he may, it's that, you know, big guy with his chest out type thing when he's around everybody. But when, when he's behind closed doors, yeah, you know, paranoid. That's what the storyline yeah, is. I 100% agree with you on that one. He's he's got Heyman doing all the stuff behind the scenes to make sure he stays on top. It's it's a good storyline, 
So mm-hmm. people seem to misunderstand it. And it should really end with Jay beating him, but unfortunately that probably doesn't make sense for them. They don't see him as a world champion. I get it. But that storyline, the way they've done it, that's that's the dude. It has yeah. to be. Has to be. But who knows where it's gonna be when uh you know, we it's like we've discussed this here about how for the bloodline, you know, like Roman doesn't kind of need the titles for his, you know, reign of terror to end. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Do you think Cody wins? I don't know. You would, like, I, you would assume he does. Yeah, you would assume he wins, but at the same time, I don't think they have a plan for Roman once he doesn't have the belt. So I'm kind of, they might just keep it with Roman just because they don't have a next plan for him. Yeah, because it's one of the, like if you think it's, and also it's, uh, what do they do with like so like if we do Plan A, Cody wins. Where does that go with Cody? You know, like where's Cody go if he wins? What they need to, gonna... what they need to do is they need to just split those two titles. Yep. Or just combine them and bring back Big Gold for Raw. That'd be personally what I would like. But hey, you know, I'm I'm a mark yeah. for the Big Gold. Yeah, um, yeah. And Cody wants to bring to back uh, the Ring Eagle in yeah. anyway. But they need to split them so that there's just, you could do, but then again, when they had different, they've had a really bad habit the last couple of years of doing the same exact storyline on both shows with both titles. Mm-hmm. Remember at the same time they were starting the Bloodline shit, Bobby Lashley was just dominating as a hill on the Raw side too. Yep. And you had with both the of them doing basically the same storyline. Yep. Yes. They, they just they're so they're so fucking bankrupt and creative. Because uh, but yeah, because be it's something for raw. Yeah, because they're not. It, it's not helping, and we've discussed this tons of times. So how it's not helping that Roman has the title and he he only shows up on SmackDown, or he even shows up on SmackDown, or he shows and up he on even, Raw via you know Titantron. Yeah, he'll show up on SmackDown once a month, maybe. It's um, that's the other part nobody talks about. It's the fact that he doesn't bring in business at all, like butts and seats or ratings, really, because his the ratings don't go up when he on the weeks he's there. They're the same on the weeks he's not there. Yeah. So that doesn't really scream, you know, your big star, does it? You know who does put butts in seats? Cody. When Cody, John Cena, since he's coming back. So Monday 2,000 after. tickets the day after they announced him. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. That's got to be that's got to be a tough for Roman to swallow. Yeah. When you're there somewhat full time slash part time, and then the man that shows up once every six months now because of whatever he's promoting or just because it's his you know twenty year anniversary or whatever, but sells three thousand when you hear oh it's for the twenty year anniversary. We're three oh. weeks away from. They announced it three weeks away that from the March sixth show, and they're like, "Oh, two thousand the day of." I think. I think. I think he costs theory the U.S. title on that show because that's the match at Mania, and it doesn't need a title in it. Mm-hmm. Because Cena's probably going to win. I mean, I mean, that's how WWE does business. The returning old guy will always beat the young star you're trying to build. Yep. So, of course, Cena will win. Well, he can't win the U.S. title. Yeah. So I think he cost him the belt. 
that night. Interesting. Interesting. Um, as we're as we're talking about Roman and the bloodline, it's the fact of uh, another layer of uh, the storyline de- developed on SmackDown. Yes. With Jimmy cutting his promo, calling out Jay, but Sammy comes out, you know, and Sammy, you know, hey, man, you you had my back since day one. But once, you know, I stand up for myself, you knock me out right, knocked down right, right away. I had to take blood, dog. Right. Yeah. And then Jimmy, uh, Jay starts walking down a solo. You know, it's just like. I was trying to think of something. You're a huge Fast and Furious fan. Yes, I am. I've watched like I think the first one and the part of the fifth one, so that's all I've seen. But if you a, watch number, I, if you watch number ten, dude, you'd be out of your you you'd be lost. nine, you'd be lost. Yeah. So here's my thought process, though. And you guys were always talking about how Trello's all like it's about family. Is this just the Fast and Furious for wrestling fans? Is Bloodline shit? I. <laughs> It would be pretty funny, but I don't think so, just because of, I don't <laughs> know where they're, dog. yeah. Well, I don't know, it could be, because in any uh, Fast and Furious movie, when when you're the bad guy in the last film, you become good in the next. So it is that. Like, John Cena, he was the bad guy in Nine, now he's, he turned babyface in uh, the upcoming okay. movie. So, he AA like- someone through a floor, so. Damn, that's that's hard. Uh, <laughs> they need to get going on this tag shit to start building some matches. Because yeah, because they're leading that they're doing the hey Sammy like what we talked about this like what's the idea how are we getting Jay over to back to help Jimmy because Jimmy's yelling at Jay as Jay's walking down the sta- uh the stairs and then Sammy hits him with a haluva kick but does nothing. You know, Jay, he, Jay keeps coming out looking all slow and somber and looking like he doesn't quite know what to do and he's sad and, and despondent. Uh, speaking about earlier storylines we were comparing it to, how many weeks until he puts on white paint and a trench coat? Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Jay up in the fucking rafters not knowing what to do. I mean, we're getting dangerously close. Who would be his uh, uh, Das Wonder Kid, Alex Wright? Alex Wright's here? I gotta go. Uh, if he's anything like me, it's Karrion Cross. Every carry in, yeah. You're like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. A cross guy again? Again? Yeah. I'm out. Um, uh, but yeah, another layer of the onion has, you know, been peeling with this bloodline. It's just like, or I'm with you. Like, we're 30 plus days away from WrestleMania, and the idea match that everyone assumes it would be the Usos versus Sammy and KO. But you're, you have that rift in between the, with the brothers right now. Get them back together somehow. Right. What does family have to do? And real quickly, while we're on the topic of WrestleMania, I want to bring up something I heard earlier that Triple H wants to make WrestleMania more concise, even with two nights, not have it drag, not have a ton of matches, and that some people are pissed off about that because it could affect them getting on the show. Uh, Good. WrestleMania should be where the best of the best wrestle. Uh, no offense to anybody who might not make the card, but if you didn't make the cards because you weren't in a place to make the card that year. Sorry. I'm tired of seeing multiple battle royals and eight-man tags and four-way tag title matches being added just so that everybody on the roster gets a Mania match. 
it's that weird thing and it's that i i 100 agree it's like how many you know andre the battle royals do we get you know we had the right. may young for one year and one year only and if you don't get on you don't get on maybe next year maybe next year just you know make yourself get over yeah Get, get yourself over, you know, it's, it's that funny thing of watching Twitter and stuff and then see people retweet like, oh, this should be these people. It should be this person. It should be this person's like, no, no, we like don't need to put like Gargano. Gargano doesn't have a place on many this year. Too bad. No book. Yeah, it is what it is. Cross doesn't have a spot. Too bad. It's the way it is. Mm-hmm. There's no need to do a battle roll. You're right. Uh, WWE worries me though. I've been saying this for years, but it's it's at an elevated part here. This company is aging out very fast. At the top of their roster, it is an old company. Mm-hmm. You're looking. I mean, Brock and Bobby are both like 47. Uh, fucking Cena when he shows up is like 47. Uh, AJ Edge is like 50. Finn's over 40. Miz is 40. Dolph's over 40. Kofi's over 40. Uh, the Usos are near 40. Roman's near 40. Rollins is 36, 37. Uh, they, they need to get some young people, man. Yeah. You can't, you can't ride on 40-year-olds forever. I mean, we're, at this point, what are they doing that's much different than WCW at the end when everybody got fed up with how old they were? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to look up ages and like, uh, what Roman Cena forty five, Roman thirty seven, Rollins thirty six, Becky thirty six, Randy forty two, Mysterio forty eight, Lesnar forty five, Rhodes thirty seven, F- Charlotte thirty six, Flair, uh, Miz forty two, mm-hmm. AJ forty five, Usos both thirty seven. Zane thirty eight, Balor forty one, Owens gonna be, uh, be thirty eight, thirty nine, uh, Kofi forty one. I don't want to. Uh, that's yeah. That's the list there. I mean, that's 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 a lot so, of age, bud. Yeah. Like is that even, even like some, that's the thing? Like even some of the guys they need to to start using better, like Gable and Montez Ford, aren't as young as you think they are. Yeah. Hang on. Where are you? Can we... Wait. I'm just... Wait. Yeah, I'm just, like, looking, like, when are these posted? Some... Oh, this was 2022. So, okay. So, 2020. So, these were three years ago. So, yeah. That that one was last, right? Current day. Kind of age. Yeah. There, the you have... Bra- Rousey's got to be mid to late 30s. And she's getting crumbs according according to her. Yeah, Baszler is over forty. Like they need yeah. to. Oscar's over forty. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it doesn't help that they're doing like currently you're doing freaking NXT people, and I'm a bartender at a weekly bar, but I like to wrestle on Tuesdays. Like no. They're going back to everybody having a fucking real life job like the mid '90s and Duke Dumpsterosi and shit like that. That's all. All it is. It's just Ugh. like, you know, well, you know, the the joke of box gimmicks. You know, like, uh huh. Dude, all no Sheamus. Gimmicks. 
Seamus oh, yeah. is in his mid forties. Fucking Drew is thirty six or so. Gunther is in his mid thirties. Ricochet's probably early thirties, but not a but it's been going like fifteen years. Braun and Bray are in the early thirties. They they need to shit or get off the pot and get some young people. Yeah. Which by that's which actually takes me into the next two us. So that's a good segue, Joe. Good segue. One, you, did you hear the Gunther news? I have not. Uh, next in line for the world title. Really? They are super high on him and want him to have a dominant world title run after uh, after the Intercontinental title one's done and after Mania. Like, don't be surprised if Gunther is a big deal the rest of the year going forward. I'm all for that. So that's interesting because. Does that mean though that Cody wins? Because you know what I mean. Like you bring Cody back, he's the what the real deal for them. And then if Gunther's in line to have a run or at least attempt for it, are you really gonna have Cody de- get loose already? You know what I mean? Like, damn if you do, damn it, if you don't. It depends on what route you go with the rest of the year. Do you split the belts up? Then Cody's got one, and Gunther wins the other. Do you think that Cody, if, if Cody wins, does he do what he did with his IC title? And he's like, you know, I'm tired of these. Let's split them up. Like it, it like, yeah, I'm just trying to think of how, what's the storyline of how do you split them up? You know, you, you know, when you had Bischoff come out one day, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of SmackDown having the title. I bring big gold back, you know, then we split them up. And then you have the Finn Balor, Seth Rollins match of, we're going to determine the new universal champion. It's like, how do we split these titles up instead of having to conjoin them? Because for them to conjoin them, it's a piece of cake. But to split them, who knows what the storyline or how they will do it. Because if Cody just comes out the following Monday and is like, I'm champion, but you know I'm on Raw, and so I'm t- giving this title to Raw because I'm bringing back the Wing Eagle for Mondays or something. I don't know. I think it just depends. Also, the draft is after Mania, uh, so they're going to shake the rosters up too. Mm. Um, and I think, personally, Cody ends up on SmackDown uh, during that, and I think that Gunther and Imperium end up on Raw. And I think somehow the belts split up and I think it's Gunther who's the raw dude. Because okay. I think they want Cody and his star power on SmackDown. Yeah. That's my guess. Because that's okay. still, as long as they're on Fox, that's still the more important show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So my guess is he ends up over there. Uh, and that however they split the belts, even, even if it's something just as lame as, hey, I challenge you for that belt, but not the other one, which would be so lame. But that that's probably how they do it. Yeah, that's the, then, the 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 easy way they do it. And then Guther just beats him for one, and then Cody's still the Universal Champ over on SmackDown. They seem to they seem to favor that as their more important belt now. Yeah, because they like the whole WWE Universe thing. And then the world, the WWE Champ will just end up being Guther on Raw. That's my guess. Could be wrong, but that's my guess. Okay. Yeah, and well, plus that's fresh for both of them because that puts. Cody on the same show as, as Roman for rematches, and then that gives Gunther a whole bunch of new faces to feud with for that title, including big names like Brock and all them 
on Raw. Yeah. Because it looks like with Mania coming around, that looks like it's going to be Drew versus Gunther. Uh, the the is that the rumor is, is, is that what I saw? It's Gunther, Drew, and Sheamus is the rumor. Three I'll take ways. that meat, meat man. I'll yeah, meet, yeah. Take that yeah, meat pile. Yeah. Give, go ahead and book <laughs> that. Give me that, uh, give me that banger me, and banger and banger. You know. Yep. Give me that twenty. Give me twenty minutes of that on Mania Night One, and yes. I'll be perfectly fine. Yep. Yes. Um. And I think that's where he loses it to set it up. And you know what? Give Sheamus the Intercontinental title. I would say give to Sheamus. Had. Yeah. He's never had it. Let him have it. That's the last thing he wants. And he's been on record for saying that. Give he it to him, to and then you way. can. And if you want, you can do the friendly feud with Sheamus and McIntyre again. Let them yeah. beat the crap out of each other, and then yeah, Gunther can move matches. on. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think is happening, and that's the match. Yeah, go, go ahead, give me that. Yes. And then, because I mean, and then theoretically, it would be theories the U.S. champion against Cena, but you don't want to devalue the U.S. title because you know Cena's winning. Yes. Yeah. And just have him lose it to who fucking on Raw could win the U.S. title. I'm involved in a match. Uh, Damian Priest uh, or, or Montez Ford, since he's Priest, the babyface. Or, or if you want to shock the world, like just totally do a multi-man match with Cena interferes and have fucking have uh, goddamn Bronson Reed win it, the one that yeah. got in the match nobody thinks about, and then just have him be a fucking dominant heel with that belt, yep. have him beat up Wonderful. everybody for months. Put the title over, put Tim over, and then you're good to go. Uh, sounds good to me, boss. Um, in our news, uh, also, uh, you put down contracts are coming up on both sides, sir. Well, yeah, this is going to be a really interesting year uh, for wrestling, I think. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Bucks are due uh, soon. Kenny Omega was actually supposed to be done in January, but he added time because of the injury. Yeah, uh, I also, think until November, right? Yeah, also because I think that's when the Bucks contracts are due and he wants all the all three of them want to be free agents. To a, a package. A package yeah, deal. Because maybe yeah. Let's be honest, they're gonna be more they're gonna be more attractive as a package deal. So that's what's going mm-hmm. on there. But also other other contracts from those original like uh Hangman Page, Wardlow, uh maybe Guevara. There's a lot of contracts coming up in AEW this year. There's also some in WWE. I mean, we all know FTR is out in April. Um, and a lot of those guys, WWE is going to want just about all. Yes. I, I is. Yeah. Like who did you say some WWE people contracts? Or yeah, just but those are, those are a little different. They, they're they're going to okay. be skewing older. It's like edge. Who's going to retire. Yeah. And he wants to retire and, in like, Canada. Some in another trip yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at, and I'm trying to think of who the other people from WWE were. There were a couple, but they weren't like, it's not like the Usos. It's not the Usos or Roman. Okay. So So is there a chance that like a major AEW, you know, WWE is going to fork over that money and it's like, you could see the elite in in WWE. You know, it's like, is that, is that, that's a good possibility or at least a couple more from AEW, maybe with MJF type thing. You know what, Joe? I hope it happens. I'll tell you why. That's it. It makes for exciting wrestling when people switch. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that this would, 
that the same thing would happen again where wrestling would explode because I think we just live in a different world and a different landscape now. But if you look back to 96, I mean, WWE got Vader, Austin, Johnny B. Bad, Mankind, Ron Simmons, all from what was WCW. And then WCW got Hall and Nash and Six and Jarrett. And what did it do to both companies? It reinvigorated everything. So are you, are you telling me that the uh, say the elite goes over the WWE, it's basically Hall Nash jumping over to WWE to WCW for but I mean, elite jumping to WWE. In if that, you ask, if you ask the young bucks, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it's that big because be, I think Kenny Omega going would be that big. I don't think the bucks going would. It would be um, pretty funny because FTR if FTR goes back, like damn it, I thought we got away from you. Right. Uh, I personally, I don't know. I just don't see those three going, but I mean, those are the ones that seem like it. Right. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you a question, Joe. Yeah. Even if they offer you good money in WWE, you're an EVP. You can, you've got control over at least what you do for the most part. So you can push yourself however you want on the TV to a degree. You're going to give all that up to work a harder schedule and not have any of the input of the stroke that you got where you currently are. Um, I would <coughs> only, only if they match, that's the thing I would only match and I would disrupt whatever their, their system is like, cause as EVPs, as they, what they have all of it. Also think of pro wrestling tees. They're get some share of that money. Yep. Yep. So, and I don't know if uh, WWE people get shares of their money when it comes off the the website, um, or they might, but be bare minimum to what you know. Depends. What, like Bray and Cena and Roman, they get a pretty penny. So it's Cody. Yeah. But depends fucking, on who. If you're Alpha Academy, you're not really breaking it in. Yeah. So I think I for me, I think it would depend if I get everything. It's one of the things of if. The elite goes to a, a meeting with Triple H and wait, what, how, how can we get you from them to us? Uh, you see everything that we have here. This is what we want. And they'll maybe never a, make a, they'll never make a me VPs. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to do some, t- they get creative control of their own stuff. You know, something like that of yeah. like, if we can't be EVPs, we can be as close as possible. So that means we can, we control our own storylines. We control, you know, our music that we want. Um, Not to get, mention. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say that's about like that's what they would have. To, that's like you're going to have to give. You, you, as we talked about, like we're, you know, our joke a couple years ago about tr- John Cena. You got to back up that truck. You got to yep. back up maybe five to ten trucks here to for the, <laughs> the, the the three of them. So like the Cody's already there. And I know Cody has always been completely uh, responsible and vague in interviews, and he's got the NDA with Khan. But behind the scenes, talking to Trips, you think he's going to really put over those three? I know for a fact there was heat, and that's one of the reasons he left. It would be pa- I think he would talk. He would say, "Do more of um, Hangman or Sammy." Or exactly. Ricky Starks. Yeah. If Ricky Starks, Starks, I don't know when his contract's up, but you know what I mean? Like, he's been those, th- those three, you know, they're young, 
So be like, do you want young guys who you can give a good amount of money to for these contracts, or do you want the three guys who, you know, I don't know how many and, years they got left in them, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and let's be honest. When it comes to the Young Bucks, it's pretty obvious. Your dream matches are the Usos and the Young Bucks. That makes sense. Yeah. Or not the Young Bucks, but I mean New Day. Those, those, that New makes Day. sense. That's, that's yeah, the, and Usos. You can do all three. Yeah. All three. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are the dream matches for them. But after yeah. that, really, what do you do with them? WWE's never been a tag team place. They'll just either break them up, which I don't think The models. Do. They'll take them against the yeah. models. Now, Omega, however, there's more of an upside to him, I think. Uh, there's more matches that could be to him and Seth Rollins, him and Roman, him and Brock. Would AJ, be if him and Jake, AJ. If, him and, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot more you could do with Omega. I just don't think he fits in. Yeah. I think what you said a minute ago is more what should be their strategy, especially, and that's anybody who was close to Cody, which Starks is, which uh, MJF is. I think you go after all those younger dudes that are coming up, that are coming up. Wardlow. Yep. Um, those are who I take a play for. Yeah, I um, would too. But besides Austin Theory, honestly, who do you go for if you're Tony Khan from WWE if their contracts come up? And Theory's isn't, but he's young. You know what I mean? There's upside. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Who the fuck else would you even look at in WWE and go, man, I really need to sign them? Anybody young? No idea. Um, was, there's not a lot of young on the roster, the main roster anyway. Yeah. There's not a lot to pick from, man. We're, we're, we're William Regal son? I don't know. I, 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 yeah, right. Wouldn't that be funny? He goes back I saw, to him and they sign him. Yeah, it's like one of those things of like, you saw like, uh, I saw the clickbait, like, uh, WWE signs Indie Star and it's, uh, Colby Carino. I'm like, Indie Star? Hmm. Yeah, that's a bit. Well, I mean, I guess for the Indies these days, uh, the Indies yeah. are. Other rough. than the Northwest, the Indies are kind of. Jesus Christ, they're they're pretty pretty, pretty dry, rough. The honest answer is. Yeah, yeah, it's you know the producer would be watching GCW on a constant, and that's kind of dwindled. Even yeah, even 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 they have that five dollar a month kind of network kind of thing now it's it's kind of dwindling of what to watch like this upcoming you know the what do they call it the gcw weekend collective the collective it's 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 questionable this year for her that she's ordering it yeah that says a lot she was diehard yeah and she was ordering uh, almost everything weekly for the 20 bucks a month uh week type stuff she was spending a lot and now it's i don't know if i'm doing it this year GCW's lost its luster. Yeah. Um, that's what worries me. It's going to be a lot tougher for Tony Khan than Triple H. There's a lot of attractive pieces that Khan needs to re-sign or lose. Where there's mm-hmm. not a lot of stuff coming off the WWE side that I would even be very interested in. Yeah, there's not. There's really not. But I, I'm... We'll I'm, see. It's, we'll see it. But it's that way of, well, contracts are up, you know, and... And some got, are going to want to go to WWE because that's where the name value is still. I get it. But, and then some hopefully will make the best choice for themselves, whatever it is, um, which is not ever going to impact. Holy fuck. Uh, 
It'll be interesting, Joe. It'll be it, real interesting it, to see where, where everybody is a year from now or so. And and it's that cra- fun, crazy thing, too. Of, you know, it's that also we're coming up on what is it already a year or two away from uh, TV contracts TV? as well? Yeah. Um, so. That's next year. Next year. So, yeah. They got to start thinking about that shit. I mean, AEW's got that new show that, uh, that, uh, Warner Discovery gave him one yeah. hour after Impact or Impact, one hour after fucking Dynamite. <laughs> Where you're an all access behind the scenes show. I would say you keep watching. Uh, you keep saying Impact. You're still watching. You're, are you still watching that pay per view? It's terrible, Joe. Mickey James okay. just bit the tongue of her opponent. Awesome. And yes, Mickey awesome. James wrestling in 2023 still is the champion. Checks out. Checks out. Yeah. yeah it'd be um, totally best. Um, so let's go ahead. Do you think, I mean, I, here's something that's changed in the last year or so, and it's not enough to make a big deal yet, but it's still happening. And that is a lot of people in the last year, the, the number of people who view it as strictly a streaming world now, as opposed to cable has changed a bit. It's still not switched like a lot, but all of a sudden, there's a thought that TV rights renewals have kind of plateaued and that nobody might get a ton next year. I mean, look at WWE. What have they got to show for them? They're not going to get anywhere near what they got before. They shouldn't anyway. Yeah. And also the billions of dollars. And also the idea that they might be sold. Yeah. And what does that look like to people? So, I mean, there's a now AEW should absolutely get a much bigger deal than they got this time. 45 million a year. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. They even with the fact that they didn't grow a lot last year and they're kind of out of the new phase, they're still performing ridiculously well to at least earn a very good TV contract. I I 100% agree on you on that one. Most most likely with Warner Discovery still, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be really happy with them, but are they going to lowball them? If they lowball I, them, I can see him saying "fuck you." Well, here's you know uh, uh, you know or you know we're we're as we're talking about the new new TV show for uh, AW with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is getting rid of their sports channel. The yeah. like roots channel they're like yeah we're done with that and there's like you know up here is the mariners and the blazers you know, all play rally? on root oh no no it's root oh no root oh yeah rally is going bankrupt yeah they're getting rid of rally's root. going bankrupt yeah. and root uh warner brothers like hey we're done with yeah we're done with you yeah it's uh it's not good yeah um crazy kind of makes me wonder you know did you see the news thing from a couple of weeks ago that uh aew signed and in Australia, New Zealand, I believe they're on ESPN. Yes, they are. Yeah. I wonder if that's a wave of the future. Maybe. Because ESPN. Because uh, I know because they they're on fight ESPN. too, right? Still. Yeah, they're still on fight. Yeah. Uh, or internationally, hmm. but they have TV deals in certain places, and yeah, with Australia, New Zealand, it's fucking ESPN. Mm-hmm. So they're they're making waves in the other streaming sites and stuff, but again, like. You know, before Fox, ESPN was a a name that maybe WWE would go to, but yeah, 
didn't it fell through and Fox picked him up and who knows, maybe there's a way, but again, that's in a year or so down the line, but you know, with, you know, the, with it, go ahead. But I was going to say, I have, a, I have, a, I got to tell you, I didn't tell you this last week, but we talked about Vince deciding on the number to sell the, the company, right? Nine, Nine billion. billion. Yep. Yep. As soon as I heard nine billion, you know what I thought? Mm. He's not looking to sell. He just wanted to get back in power. Mm. Ain't nobody oh. going to pay nine billion for that. Nope. No I one. think I would say four to five. Just being nice. And I'm just saying they're, that's just that's just me being nice. They're valued at six, which I think is. A little high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're valued at six. Uh, there won't, I don't, yeah, I don't think they'll get that even uh, if he's serious about selling. Um, no. But I think he's he's trying to get a deal if it'll happen because I think he's he realizes the television rights thing has, has the balloon has popped. They're gonna they're gonna lose a lot of money this next time. Uh, yep. They will. Yes, they are. Yeah. And that company is not as successful as everybody thinks it is because it's been built on a house of lies. They, they straight out conned, and I do mean conned, USA and Fox with fake numbers to get those rights last time and went to bed with the Saudis. That's where all that extra money's come from. You take away those two deals, and they're still by far the most successful wrestling company in the world, and they're still making good money, but it's not like everybody thinks it is. Yeah, it's that, you know, we you you talked about this when the deals happened too. And it's just like they're not making money. These are just they're throwing out WrestleMania statistics just to show, hey, we're a thing. You know, and people fall uh, so for other, it. And people fall for it. You're because telling me so you 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 put in one billion people in that arena? Yes, we did. One way yeah, or another, yeah. we did. Uh, well, then we have to sell. Uh, we have to we have to we have to have you on Fox. Yep. Uh, idiots. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. It, it will be. Uh, before we go to AW, go get your tickets now for Power Pro Wrestling. Dot, uh, Power Pro Wrestling Hard Luck at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Uh, last oh, week yeah. we we broke the match of the gauntlet match between Malcolm Flex and the Masaro family. Two more matches have been announced for Hard Luck, as it'll be Zay Perez taking on uh, Jonas, with Jonas having his one arm tied behind his back. And yep. then also the YouTube Championship unification match is it'd be Zicky Dice taking on Levi Shapiro. Interesting card so far. It looks like it's going to be another fun night at World Pies. Go get your tickets like where Joe told you to. I can't say it like he does. Powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Uh, as, a, as a couple of days ago, there was only 18 front row tickets remaining. 18. Let's sell those 18 tickets, people. Come on. Yeah. Let's, we're, we're, we will get another sellout. So, again, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Corey, uh, by the way, uh, as uh, we're going to mark out no sell in a little bit for uh, AEW's Revolution, uh, some stuff has happened this past week. Yeah. Uh, some yeah. build has happened to it. Um, uh-huh. First off, uh, we always have the ladder match. However, yeah, the uh, ladder match. The, um, where is it? What is it called? Face of the what revolution. Do they call it? The face of the revolution. Uh, 
ladder match has been moved to uh, this upcoming Dynamite because of the one-hour Iron Man match. I actually like this. Here's what I wish they would have done. I wish that they would have said something along the lines of, look, this is uh, such a big event this year that we're going to start Revolution Wednesday night and just have an entire night called Revolution. Make it look like the pay-per-view. Make it have that match. Have a woman's title match that you're not going to be able to fit on the card. Have any other feud-type matches that you can't fit on Revolution. Have them yeah. on Dynamite. Pop a number. I think they, and they are. I think or, in a way they are because I'm looking at the card right now. So the face of the Revolution ladder match has been removed off the pay-per-view, and it's probably going to be the main event for Revolution. I mean, for uh Dynamite, and it's going to be Sammy Guevara taking on Powerhouse Hobbs, taking on uh, Takshida, taking on Ortiz versus Eddie Kingston versus A.R. Fox versus Commander. Corey, who's a Commander? Commander is a luchador that's getting a lot of press right now for being just an awesome fucking aerial kind of luchador. Um, And I I was wondering when he was going to get a shot in North America didn't realize it would be at the fucking one of the biggest matches they do on a pay-per-view. Right. But yeah. Um, you know how they found out? Eddie Kingston found out on Twitter when they showed it. He's like, oh, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> of course he, of course. But um, he's like, I, how do you want to bet he found out via this tweet? And he's like, I did. Do you think it should be Tush, uh, Takshida winning? I'll be Because it'll be perfect storytelling if, if, Emma, if MJF wins. You know, well, then the, he winner, gets the, the winner gets a TNT title shot. Oh, it's TNT. Oh, okay. Well, still fine with that. Make it Powerhouse Hobbs then. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd, I'd have Powerhouse Hobbs one. Yeah. But either uh, way, because, talk, you know, Takeshita, uh, okay. AR Fox has been really good yeah. since he got there. Either way you go, I mean, as long as it's a good match, which it will be, Commander yeah. is a nice surprise. Um, yeah. I think Powerhouse Hobbs has it. Okay. I, yeah, I, him or Toshida. Uh, because uh, then like you have the FTW match. I know it's not that big of a thing, but they have the you know they have that. It's gonna be on Dynamite. Take Hook versus Matt Hardy. You have the All Atlantic Championship. Orange Cassidy's taking on Big Bill. So you have there's two of your titles right there that you don't need to put on the. Um, yeah, basically. Pay-per-view. Basically, they're just starting. They're starting Revolution on Wednesday, which I think is actually a good idea. Yeah. Uh, then you have the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal for the fourth team to be added into it. Joe, what about our boys? Oh, Double I love it. And oh, I loved it. I was, I was, I was freaking out because, like, I'm like, don't do this to me. Like, don't. It's two on one, and we always talk about how we hate when the one gets the win. I'm like, I don't yep. want. Like, don't get me wrong. Trent's cool and all. But I don't want him eliminating them both and then the best friends moving on. I'm like, no, 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 has to be our boys. I love it. I don't know who's going to be the fourth team, though. Could be anyone. It could be any of them. Um, it won't be Aussie Open. Um, they posted it earlier. I'm going to see if I can find it. Because I think, because we talked about last week about how it should just be like two, you know. Uh, well, we talked about how it should be just two up and coming teams, but like Jay and uh, Jared should be, or Fent, I think is a great choice because of, you know, they're uh, vets, you know? Yeah. 
get the match together a little bit. Plus, you know what I like? You know what? People online bitching like, oh, Jeff Jarrett getting all these opportunities. He's earning these opportunities. Yes, Not he like, is. You know, someone else's fault that he's outworking most of the roster, which he shouldn't yeah. be, honestly. Because in the upcoming one, it'd be it's again top flight, uh, rush and negative ten. I think what was his name? I I Preston Preston Vance. Preston Vance yeah, uh, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, Lucha Bros, Blade and Butcher. The Kingdom is in it this time. You have uh, Dark Order, Best Friends, Jos, Jas, and um, Ozzy. These are your tag teams. For the team, what on the promotional page? That's you know, the team. So, I think it'll be now that you said all those names. I think it'll be Claudio and Yuta to get them on the pay per view. I think so too. But you know what? Rooting for is Butcher and Blade. Yeah, I like those guys. They need to get a push. They should. They really should. They've been they're, around and for a while. And, the crowd too. The crowd loves them. But I think it'll be a baby face because you have two heels. So it, it, I, it's either for me, it's either gonna be Wheeler and Claudio or Top Flight. Just to get them more over. Yeah. Um, we talked about how uh, Warner Brothers happy with the new sh- uh, with the AW, so they're giving them the new reality show, which is basically them taking uh, the Rhodes show, and they're like, all right, we're just gonna put on like eight couples this time instead of you know eight people, eight you know some couples. Did you see the internet lose its shit when the Warner Brothers Discovery VP insinuated that uh, AEW was available for four million eyes on the product every Wednesday night? I did not see that. Oh, my God. People are like, that's not true. It's not true. That company's dying. It's going out of business. That's not true. They don't even get half that. Uh, I've never met. I, I've never, like, I grew up during the height of the Monday Night Wars, dude. I don't remember anyone ever saying they wanted WCW out of business. But holy fuck, man. Like, why is it, why, why does, why do there have to be sides? I like both. I like, I don't like one because it's shit for the most part, but I don't want it to go out of business. Like, I don't want AEW to go out of business either. Impact's a joke. I don't want it to go out of business. People earn a living. Yeah, like, I agree. Why, why are there people online who are so fucking obsessed with one or the other dying and going out of business? Is it because it's been 20 years and they just can't fathom the fact that there should be able to be two national companies that survive? Yeah, it's it, it's it's that weird timing of, you know, you can troll people online and all this and that just because, hey, this is what everybody else is doing, so I'm going to do it. And I don't understand why people are like, I want them out of business because I'm a WWE lifer for life. And, you know, I don't like change. Yeah, well, the business is in the fucking rudder because there's been 20 years with nobody else around. So I, I like this. We like um, the change while the lifers are like, I love what's on my television every week. Should be, those WWE lifers should be fucking thankful AEW exists because Cody wouldn't be over without it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, like, but he what he what he got is he's attributing the fact that there's uh, four million different sets of eyes on uh, TBS between seven p.m. and eleven p.m. every Wednesday, and he's attributing that to to Adam. Yeah, someone's watching a movie on TBS or TNT while, or a hockey game or a sports game on TNT. 
one week, one night, but then, you know, AW getting about down. a million. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, can't argue that. And that just yeah. means they're happy with it. So all the more power. They're happy with a million while WWE brags about they're finally getting over two. Right? That's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. Go on. Go on. I was just going to say it's ridiculous, but what are you going to do? It's, it's, everyone's going to be some negative people. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring something positive. Has There's going to be some, uh, there has been uh, some uh, ROH tapings. Yes. And the that's going to be uh, on the Ring of Honor app, right? Yeah, on uh, Honor Club, starting March 2nd, every Thursday. I'm a little concerned. I assumed there were going to be an hour-long episodes. But I saw the list of matches taped, and there's a shit ton of matches, and they said it's going to cover the first two weeks. Yeah, I saw one okay. of them, and one was a surprise. I was like, what is this, a goddamn two-hour show? What the fuck's happening here? Um, yeah, it looks like it, the first main event will be uh, Claudio and AR Fox for the ROH title. Interesting. Look forward yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it looks like they're setting up, and I guess this might probably be the uh, the Supercard of Honor main event, March WrestleMania weekend. Looks like it's setting up Claudio and Eddie Kingston for the Ring of Honor title. I'm okay with that. Let that let that uh real feud happen, you know, blood feud really happen come through. Yeah, let it do it. Let it do let it do. Uh, looks to me like they're setting up Samoa Joe and Mark Briscoe for the TV title. Mm-hmm. Which you gotta think Mark Briscoe's winning that. Yes. Well, he's on the first episode because he's taking on one of the, like Slim J or whoever the hell. Yeah, Slim J. Yeah. Who did a really Ring of Honor work and is one of the guys Khan found and brought back. Who's you know, he works dark. He's with Davari and his faction. We're like who? Davari looks to be with Sterling now. <laughs> oh, they gave up on the Trush Buster. I'll I'll tell you this. I don't know if you've seen the uh Mr. Sterling uh, oh, Sterling. I was thinking of um really he's with Sterling. Oh Jesus. Um yeah. oh, where is it? Oh Stokely. Have you seen Stokely stuff on the yeah. internet on the Twitter and his videos are fucking hilarious. He's yeah, no, he's killing it. Yeah. I'm glad he's killing it. Um. Yeah, so we have ROH coming up, so that's more more wrestling. That's you said Thursday, so Monday you have dark elevation. elevation dark elevation. Tuesday, Tuesday dark. Be like, Tuesday dark. Wednesday dynamite. Thursday ROH. Friday. Friday. Uh, Rampage. Yep. So you get five nights a week now. Of AEW. Good. I mean, <laughs> I hope he gets another booker for one or the other, or both, you know, tag out for a little while. But, because uh, you'll burn out eventually. But, um, but hey, don't do the Heyman. Get another booker. Let someone else take your spot so you don't run out of gas and die on fumes. You don't want mm-hmm. that to happen. No. So uh, let's um, uh, mark out Noso here for uh, AEW's Revolution. That's this upcoming Sunday. 
On the card, on the card, there are seven matches, and one's a sixty-minute Ironman match. So that that worries me. That's almost too many. But we'll see how they do it. Yes. Uh, first match tonight. Uh, we're Mark. No, so here's uh, it's just a singles match as the Jericho Appreciation Society are banned from ringside. Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. God, I hope Ricky Starks wins because he's one of the guys that's, to be honest with you, more than likely to go to WWE if he's not happy. I hope he wins because, uh, you know, as we uh, we make the jokes and comments, but they're true about how Jericho just takes the, he rubs off people and it's just like, they're not the same after. And this Stark storyline has been going for so long and it's just like, Jer- the storyline is Jericho. I don't want to have another match with you. Okay, open contract, pay per view. Anybody can face me, and then, you know, he gets attacked. Uh, pretty Peter, Peter Avalon comes on, which is now a match on Dynamite of Jericho and Avalon. But um, Jericho comes out. Then it's the whole. Wait a minute! I didn't say I was done with you. I just said I just said I didn't want a match with you stuff. And she's like, no, no. Having said all we just said, uh, Jericho's winning. Yeah. Yes, he has to. And because of that, I'm no selling. <laughs> uh, as I am, I am well. Um, a singles match for the T AEW TNT Championship. Smoke Joe taking on Warlow. You know, I, I'm gonna no sell this only because I uh, would prefer Smoke Joe and Darby. I, I mean, I like that. Better. I mean, I'm gonna no sell this if this goes more than five minutes. Like this should yeah. be a squash match. Like this, I think this will be a squash match because all the other matches are gonna go long. They had the so, next Batista and Wardlow, and they threw it away. Yeah. Yes. Um, our next match for the, a three-way match for the AW Women's World Championship: Jamie Hayter taking on Soraya versus Ruby and Ruby Soho. I don't like the fact that it's a three-way because of that. I'm no selling. Although I, I'm looking forward to the match. It's gonna be good. Except for Soraya, probably. But I don't like the fact it's three way. Same here. Um, I just don't understand the storyline going in. Like the producer talked about how, like, AEW's, uh, I think, weaker in the women's division just because of how their storylines are going. And, like, you have Hater and Soraya, uh, you have Soraya and Ruby Soho. And it's like, Ruby Soho, pick your side that you're on. And the storyline is that Soho has been with AW for long enough that they think that she feels well, more like line, an original one type, you know, like what the storyline is that she's not an original and doesn't pretend to be, but the originals have accepted her because she fought yeah. with them. Yeah. Bled with them, whereas she doesn't agree with Sarai and Tony. And this yeah. whole match is a, it's a power play. Which side will Soho go to? That's why yep. it's a three way. Yep. Um, yep. I think both national, I can't say WWE's women's divisions better than, AEW's? What, what the fuck are they doing? I agree. I agree. I don't know. I got nothing. I just got the exactly. storyline. I just got the storylines of them now leading up to Mania, but that's all you I got mean, with the four Charlotte, main people. Charlotte pretty much said, I'm going to punk out Rhea again because I'm better than her. That's the storyline there. Yep. And there's no storyline with Bianca and Asuka. She just won a match and spit blue blood. Yep. Uh, our next match, 
which was announced, which we uh, I'm I'm I'll say I'll mark out because I'm excited for this six man tag match for the AW World Trios Championship. The Elite take on the House of Heart. Yes, thank you for correctly labeling them. By the way, uh, yeah, no, I'll mark out for this. Be a good match. It's going to be a whole bunch of no selling like spots, but um, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, and uh, Julia Hart will probably uh, not lead her team to victory, although she should. She should, as at the end of the match, it would be her holding up all three titles. Yeah, that's that's the image I want to see. That's right. Yep, that's what we have to see. Um, our next match, it's a Texas Death Match: Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. I mean, they've done a good job. Although I'm glad the pay per view is here finally because it feels like they ran out of things to get them there. Yep. But it's. I'm interested. <laughs> Oxley bleeds too much, and he's definitely going to bleed in this. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Hangman's done a death match on TV, but also Moxley's done a death match on pay-per-view. And that last time they did that, they did the whole, uh, hey, you can't come back to Vegas. Or, or is it Vegas, I think, because of the, like, the barbed wire bed that they got? That was Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Okay, Baltimore. yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Um, Baltimore sucks. But anyway... Um, <laughs> I mean, it'll be good. They're 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 both good in junk matches like this, so it'll be good. But Moxley needs to take a break from the blood. He's like Triple H in 03. Bell yeah, yeah. My ear, my social media goes <laughs> shock and awe. I don't know if you know this, but Moxley's bleeding. Yeah, you know, the wind right. blew, and he's bleeding. Yep. Um, sorry, uh, Mark out no. This one, uh, yeah, I'll mark out. It's like a half and half, yeah. though. It's, yeah, it's not a full throttle mark out, but I can't know so it'll be good. So, same here. Uh, four way tag match for the AW World Tag Team. Mark out the guns taking on the acclaim, taking on Lethal and Jarrett. And we talked about it. it's gonna be the winner of the Battle Royal on this upcoming Dynamite. I will mark and out, that- I will, I will positively mark out through the roof if Jeff Jarrett gets a title in the year of our Lord 2023. Yeah. As someone tweeted out when the guns won, it, the photo of Lethal and Jarrett holding the belts, and and they on the the quotation is, "This is how it should have ended. Like this is where we should yeah. be at right at this moment." And I'm like, I 100% agree. The Portland screw job happened. Yep, we were there. The Portland yep. screw job was in effect. It was in fact. Oh. Indeed. Yes, and then so our main event, a 60-man Iron Man match for the AEW World Championship. MJF taking on Brian Danielson. Uh, I will mark out, but I'm scared because very often it's not very often people pull off a good Iron Man match. It's a long time to go. It's a long mm-hmm. time to keep their interest. And can MJF go that long? Yeah, that's the. He looks the shape, but can he last, you know, can he go that long? I hope so. So well, I guess um, we'll I'm, see what happens. I'm kind of with you. Like, I will mark out, but I'm also on that, like, how can they do it? Because we did the Sean, Brett, and someone pulled out a newspaper for the war stories. It's like, God, don't want if I do. He was an insider, too, that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, and, uh yeah, I hope they don't go that route where it's zero zero. That's guaranteed, especially in twenty twenty three. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm intrigued just because this is AEW's first Iron Man match. So it's like 
how how are they going to be different than you know we've done it with the collar match we've done it with the cage match war Gosh, games see, you know blood and guts I'm, I'm intrigued to see how danielson does an iron man match it's his first he's gone an hour before but it's never been an iron man match so it's just questions on both ends of the of the match you know like yeah because you know he's going to be the one that's pacing most of it and probably figuring out a lot of what to do yeah I, it's one of those things like do we get a you know um a Roman sleeping type, you know, moment, you know, when someone is laying yeah. it down and the crowd no. just ra- rails it on them. I don't think you'll get that. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I think this could have been, this could be our first time for an AEW show that we no sold almost, ha- almost half Joe Jericho and the three way. So oh, yeah. three of three of the seven we've uh, no sell, but, we kind of half no sold the Texas death. So it's about 50, yeah, 50, 50. But again, it's like, we're excited to watch all these matches. It's just like the storyline leading up. And then some of the participants, it's just like, I, I, it's just cause they're a name. That's why that's all why. Speaking of uh, a name, uh, Corey, I think it was Muda's last match or matches match last match. Motherfucker. Yeah. This guy, I swear to God, he's a Hulk Hogan of Japan, bro. Tetsuya Naito, what is wrong with him? This guy just cannot get his due. So, Naito, the lights are finally bright. He's finally able to do the bright lights in Wrestle Kingdom a couple years ago, right? He finally wins those world titles. Uh And then, remember, Kenta immediately shits on his parade, attacks him, challenges him, punks him out. So, this time, he's in the Tokyo Dome. He's the final opponent for Muto. And he wins. You know, Naito wins. And then leaves. And then Muto immediately calls Masahiro Chono in from the <laughs> announcement and says, you never got a retirement match, so I want to do a retirement match with you right now. And then lays down and lets Chono submit him with his STF lock. So I'm like, fuck, Naito got fucked again. Naito. <laughs> Goddamn, Muto. Fucking screwing another person out the door. He's totally the Hogan of Japan. Yep. Because that's why I said matches. Because I'm like, I know it's Naito, but then I saw the reports of Chono t- uh, tapping him. I'm like, what? It was a nice symbolic thing. They they came up together. They were in. They were young boys together. They're a part of the Three Musketeers. Yeah. He gave he gave Chono a little bit of the limelight because Chono never got a retirement match. And it was cool to see, but at the same time, you can't help but be like, Muto, you. Fucking politicking motherfucker. <laughs> well, it's, that, it. it's, it's that fun thing of what he did last time with Darby and, uh, you know, staying in right. uh, his press uh, conference after and then uh, now this. So, you know, he's ending on his terms. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, also the undercard, uh, Kazuchika Okada, the IWGP world champion, uh, dominated and embarrassed the Pro Wrestling Noah GHC world champion. The guy I mean, that uh, stiff kicked him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they weren't your money, right? I wouldn't call it a squash, but, you know, Okada, you could tell. He was like, look, I'm going to show up. You're going to hit my music. I'm going to kick some ass. I'm going to pin him, and I'm going to leave. And that's what the fuck's going to happen. And I got news for you, Joe. <laughs> that's exactly what the fuck happened. So that, that I remember us talking about it, how, uh, um, 
that could be money for some for them. And now, nope, not anymore. Looks like uh, creative been. didn't work for Okada. Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I assume they gave him some extra money to even show up because as of two weeks ago, they announced the match, but Onite or but Okada was still like, yeah, they may have announced the match, but I'm not going. I never said yeah. I'd wrestle him. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. So I don't the know. The assumption. Man. The assumption. Yeah. Whatever it yeah. is, they got him there. But uh, didn't make their champ look good. I got news for you there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you hate to see it. Um, Before we uh, wrap, we had a homework as uh, Corey, you had us watch WrestleMania 8, Bret Hart and Roddy Piper. What the hell? Use the bell. What'd you think Uh, of it? I I enjoyed it. It it was fun. It was. I watched the promo before. So well, what, them a, getting... what a great promo, isn't it? Yeah. You know we you know we put our shoes on. Of course, you tied your shoes together, but that's okay. Um, like the this them, you know, you know Roddy being Roddy and slapping him on the back. Hey, don't touch me. You know, Brett. You oh, know, then this is it that nice? We're going to have a good time, and you're don't touch me. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It was like, like, I gotta have you. He's like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, a good match. I enjoyed. It was fun. Um, Brett, bleeding. Uh, mm, yeah, I was gonna say, watching him like someone bleeds, right? Someone bleeds, and then, uh, what was like a punch by uh Roddy, and then all of a sudden, a gusher by uh Brett. Hype, yeah. Uh, Brett, that's the one of two times he got away with blading by lying to Vince and being like, no, it was natural hardware. But because he knew how to blade himself just right, not only during the match, but how to like do the mark on the skin, make yeah. you think it was hard way. Because I was going to say, like, this was this was during a time where we're like, blade, blo- uh, no bleed, no, bl- no blood, no oh, yeah. blood. No blood. He got away with it because he convinced Vince it was hard way. And then two matches later, Flair blades and almost gets fired after the match. <laughs> Woo! Uh, um, what what do you give it? What do you give this match? Oh, I give it about a four and a quarter. Okay. I thought it was a really good match. It Brett's coming out. That is the only pinfall job Piper did in the WWE. Really? Yep. Hogan never beat him by pin. No. Uh, well, that's not true. Uh, someone, someone beat him by pin in '84. So, uh, but that's the only other time. So we're talking eight years, and that's the uh, the only other time because he was, you know, a friend of Brett's and wanted to help get him over again. So yeah. He, you know, he did the old job. Okay. Um, I like I like Bobby trying to yeah. What the hell? That's what I always say. What the hell? Use the bell. And uh, Gorilla getting pissed at him. And then he gets mad at Roddy for doing the right thing. Bobby was great in this match. Yeah, Bobby was. Bobby's a, you know, was a treasure. And uh, really, too. Yeah, no, them, them working together is one, fantastic. I know. This is one of my favorite matches from my childhood. So I thought, you know what? Okay. Let's go back and see if it feels To me, it did. All right. So I came up with the idea last week of when we do a match, let's say if it's during the war stories, we will... If we do WCW, if we have time, we do the WF side, depending on what it is. Yeah. Another idea happened. Another idea came to me, buddy. What what type of season are we in? Uh, winter. 
Well, that too. WrestleMania. Oh yeah, remember WrestleMania. So I think for until WrestleMania, our all of our matches should be a match from from a WrestleMania. Hey, I kind of accidentally kicked this off last week. Yes, you did. So I like this idea. Let's go. With it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that was you know a week ago. So that was WrestleMania eight, and I thought you know what, f it, we're gonna go up. Not too, not we're not gonna go too far in the future of WrestleMania eight. By that, I mean, we're going to go two years further into the future. WrestleMania okay. 10. Ooh. Uh, great mania. Yeah. Where, where, are, you, where the, are you leading this, Joe? It's not the match that you think of. Well, that most people think of. It might be the match I think of. It's the match that you think of. Okay. We just watched him wrestle at Roddy Piper and eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna see what uh, Brett does to his little brother Owen, as oh. it'll be Brett versus Owen. God, that's beautiful, Jim. Thank you, thank you. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah, WrestleMania ten, Brett versus Owen. And so, what you're saying now is, I have a week to come up with the best match from WrestleMania thirty two. All right. Yeah, if if you want, if you want, you know, Rock versus I think one of the White uh, White, what? you know. The, the Vintner, what's that dude's name? Eric Rowan. Uh, yeah. yeah, Eric Rowan. Yeah, we can do no, that. I That'd be a quick match. Live, Taker and Shane and all this magnificence. Uh, <laughs> I swear, I swear, if you do, I will find something. I will tend to find something worse. No, I am boycotting thirty two. Um, but yeah, okay. no, Brett and Owen. Darn, yeah, shucks. Yeah, oh darn, that. yeah. It's one of those things. Like I thought about Sean and Taker, but I'm like, to be honest, I feel like we've seen that more than we have. You oh, know, yeah. this one. So, this like, I'll, I'll be honest, right. I probably won't pick the Sean and uh, Razor Taker matches. Yeah. How many times have you seen this match? Like, once. Okay. So, you know, I've, and, but it's, I've seen it as a whole once because when I talked about last week about how, like, I'm going to watch all of the manias and, like, I remember I've done that, like, not all of them at one leading up to whatever mania it was. But like I do remember watching a bunch of manias. I do. I remember I got to this one. Yeah. So like I remember watching that then, but now I'm gonna watch it again. Just uh, you know, I want to watch it again because it's those, you know, the nod that uh, FTR did against each other came from this match um, oh, yeah. when they faced oh, yeah. each other. So it's just like it's a good match, and a lot of people talk about the other match during this card. Of course, the ladder match. So, uh, yeah, Owen and Brett, just because I'm on, I'm on, I'm on a Brett kick. So I don't know if that's a bad kick to be on. Yeah. Right. Uh, That's a good one to be on. Yeah. So. Sounds good to me. uh, Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I got to check with before I'll, I'll mention to you now before I do the finishing clone, uh, Zen's brother messaged me yesterday and he's like, Hey, he got a projector, so he's trying to figure out a uh, show to watch. And he watched uh, a Nitro that we reviewed of Sting coming down from the helicopter. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, hey, do you know good pay-per-view um, during the Attitude Era Like, has a good show throughout and a good main event? And I'm like, I instantly went to uh, Bash the Beach 96. I'm like, you're going to watch it because... Yep. It has maybe the biggest main event in wrestling history. 
So I got to check with him if he, uh, what he thought of it, if he got to it. Cause I know he said he fell asleep, but he went back to watching it. Nice. So that's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of awesome Woo. again, uh, Power Pro Wrestling, hard luck. Go to powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com to get your tickets out. But you also you can find those tickets at nocellentertainment.com, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find all of us all on the social medias, on the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook at nocellent or nocellentertainment. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever. You listen to your podcast. 